wisdom is profitable to direct. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you get and get understanding. Join the radio broadcasts, a branch of the Christian faith, under the auspices of Liberty Faith Ministries, Enugu, Nigeria. Equipping the saints for the work of the ministry with Brother Emeka Ezra. You are welcome to the program. This is a Liberty Radio Ministry. My name is Emekez and I hope and believe that you will benefit from what I'm going to speak, from whatever you are, you are tuning from. I do pray that God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, will enable you and sustain you in this period of time that we are in. I do believe that those of you who are listening to this radio service will continue to tune in every week. There may be some things you will hear that you don't like. You are free to call me and uh, I will explain to you. We have one intention. We have one purpose. We have one aim. That you will come to the knowledge of Christ. That you will be rooted and grounded. That is the reason why we preach and teach and warn every man in all wisdom that we might present every man perfect in Christ. We are not soliciting for your riches. We are not coveting after your silver or your good or your wives. No, we are not doing any of that. Neither are we programmed to make gain from you, but that you might be established in faith. So, turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 5. The elders which are among you, I exhort who also am elder, and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed, a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. And you and I know that the glory that shall be revealed is the Lord Jesus Christ, the glory of the kingdom of God. We are looking forward and anticipating the revelation of Christ when he will uh, come in. Remember, John said that when we see him, uh, we shall be like him. Behold, what manner of love that the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, I'm reading first epistle of John chapter 3. Therefore, the world knoweth us not. Did you see that? I don't see why the Christians are making effort the world to recognize them. No, the Bible said the world does not know us. They will never know you. The world will know us at the uh, resurrection morning when we will manifest. When we resurrect, we will vindicate this world. The Bible said those that were before us, the world did not know them, neither did they know the world. But to, today we are making an effort. We want to be recognized. We want the world to know us. We want the governor to know us. We want the president to know us. We want the senators to know us. We want the world to recognize our greatness. No, we, they, they won't recognize us. They won't know who we are. That is the reason why the Bible said, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. 
Love now we are the sons of God, and it doeth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, you see that when he shall appear, this is the manifestation of the glory of God. When he shall appear, who is this he that shall appear? The Lord Jesus Christ. God our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ our hope. When he shall appear, we shall be like him. Who are we? Those who have been justified by faith, those who have been born again, those who have been redeemed, those who have been adopted into the family of God, those who have been baptized into Christ, not those who are confirmed. It's not those who are confirmed. Confirmation does not give you the guarantee of being a child of God. What gives you guarantee of being a child of God? The Bible said, except a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man is born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter. So, born again gives you the ability to see. So, the reason why you are born again is that your spiritual eyes will be able to identify and see. So, when you are born again, now you begin to look out. Where do you look? You begin to look into the mirror of the scriptures. You begin to look into the word of God. Where the spirit of God will begin to open up the revelations of Christ for you. And when you see that you will not value it. When you value it, you decide. Now that I know, now that I have seen, I put my life in it. The Jesus said, if any man will come after me, let him first of all deny himself, take off his cross and follow me. That is the qualification of the first step of a disciple. Deny yourself, take your cross and follow me. For where I am, there shall my disciples be also. Jesus said to the, the Jews that believe in him, let me show you that in um, John chapter 8. He said to those that believe in him, if you continue in my word. So there is need for continuation. Believe is not faith. So you don't believe and then walk away. No, there is nothing like believing and walking away. Uh, John, Gospel chapter 8, verse 32. Let me start from 31. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue, there is need for continuity. If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. Then if you continue in my word, if you don't continue, you are not. Okay? If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free in other words if you don't know the truth there are many facts and many things that you should know but what the bible calls the truth is not what you call the truth the truth is not about what is happening in the system of this world the truth is not about pdp and apc the truth is not about uh, who wins uefa and the league the premier league uh, no. The truth is about what Christ has said. The truth is about what concerning Christ. That is what you should know. If you know that, then you'll be free. Free from what? Free from the world, the flesh, and the devil. You'll be set free. You'll be delivered from the powers of hell, from the powers of sickness and disease, from the powers of the devil. You'll be set free. The kingdom of God will be made manifest before you. You will know what Jesus is saying. You shall know. 
Now, I want you to know that knowing is about knowledge. Knowledge of Christ. Epinosis. You shall know. You shall come to know. Knowledge. You should search and you know. You hear, you will know. You devote your hearing to Christ. You will know. You devote your life towards the teaching of the word of God. You shall know. You devote your time through hearing the scriptures. You will know. You devote your time through searching the Bible. You shall know. You devote your time through studying the Bible. You shall know. You devote your time through reading the Bible. You shall know. If you don't, you don't know. So there is no magic about knowing. The only way you know is you, you read, you study, you meditate, you hear. And when you do that, you know. If you don't, you don't. There is no question of gimmicks. Nobody manipulates nobody. This is about actually reading. Majority of the Bibles we have today were written by the Roman Catholics from the monks they have in Mount Sinai and Egypt. They have people who live there, the monks. They get a lot of the scrolls and they canonize it and put it into Britain. They have majority of wonderful, excellent Bibles are from them, but they don't read it. I don't know if they don't read it, they make sure people don't read it. And they come to church on Sunday, they share you bulletin. That's arrant nonsense. If you can read newspaper every day, you buy newspaper 150 naira or 200 naira. Some people will spend two hours reading junk. I call newspaper junk because the majority of what is there is lie, manipulation and deceit. And you spend two hours or one hour reading newspaper. But the word of God, which is the manual for life, the manual on how you, a man, will live, the book of graduation, the only university that God put in this world is his word. That is the only thing that is studied in the university of Christ. Is you study Christ. You shall know him. I would say you shall know him and he shall make you free. Jesus told his disciples, I will build my ecclesia, my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. People go to the building on Sundays for ceremony, not for worship. Jesus told the woman of Samaria in John's Gospel chapter 4, the hour has come that when those who worship God will worship God in the spirit and in the truth. For God is seeking for such to worship him. The woman of Samaria said, uh, our father has told us that in this mountain, Jesus said, no, 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 not about mountain this time. It's not about Samaria or Mount Gerizim. It's about knowledge of the truth. So that's why I'm speaking to you, that you will benefit. You don't open your radio and you say, oh, this man that is uh, cursing everybody. I don't curse nobody. I only talk to those who have no knowledge. And those who have no knowledge, they make me angry. Because the Bible said that the fool have said in his heart, there is no God. I hope you are not a fool. Uh, let me now go back to first epistle of John chapter 3. Behold, what manner of love. See, you and I don't know the level of the love that God has shown to us. And the level of the love God has shown to us is a massive, explosive, it's unbelievable. That a man will hang himself on the cross. There is no greater love than this that a man will die for his friend. It was he who came and became a man and died for you and I took our place. Jesus squeezed himself in hell. Said as Jonah 
was in the belly of the earth for three days and three nights. So shall the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth. Three days and three nights. Did you hear what I said? This is the only sign that is available. The Jews requested, uh, Master, show us a sign. Say, no, no, no. No sign will be given to this generation. Save the sign of Jonah. That as Jonah was in the belly of the earth, three days and three nights, so shall the Son of Man be in the belly of the earth, three days and three nights. Did you get that right? Anybody should know what three days and three nights is all about. When you stay in a hotel for three days and two nights, you have not spent three days. When you spend three days in a hotel, is when you spend three nights and three days, and you live on the fourth day morning. You have spent three days and three nights. That's complete 72 hours. Jesus was in the belly of the earth 72 hours, 72 hours. God is not a man that he will lie, neither the son of man that he will repent. If he say a thing, he will do it. If he speak a word, he will make it good. Let all men be liars. Let God alone be true. Hey, gentlemen, you can't beat God. So how come today men will come and tell you that Jesus died on Friday? If he died on the Friday and was in the grave Saturday, was in the grave on Sunday, so how many days have you spent there? Friday night? Saturday night, Sunday morning, that's two nights and two days. It's not complete. It's not, it's not true. He died on Wednesday before the Super Sabbath. That's what happened. And he was in the grave uh, Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday. And he resurrected on Saturday, which was Saturday evening should be Sunday morning. Remember, he died and he was, in the, he was hanging on the cross for six hours. So they took him down from the cross and buried him before six o'clock in the evening, which would have been Thursday morning, which is the preparation day, Super Sabbath. That Sabbath comes once in 40,000 years. You cannot see it again in your lifetime. That was why he was not on the cross till six o'clock. He was there for six hours before... Uh, Three o'clock in the evening, in the afternoon, he gave up the ghost. And they took him down and buried him. That was why Pilate was surprised when they told him that he has died. And uh, Joseph of Amatia came and begged for his body. Uh, Joseph and uh, Nicodemus that came to him by night came down and asked for his body. And Pilate gave the body to them. And they took the body and prepared it according to the Jewish system of burial with all the aromas of Egypt and the burial cloth. There was no ceremony. There was, there was no entertainment. Entertainment after burial. They did not went and put him in the mortuary for six months. That's one stupid idea that Hebrews have. When somebody dies, they put him in the mortuary and they're going around begging for money to bury the person. Why don't you make it easy? Why are we giving burden to ourselves? When Peter died, was buried the same day. Jews buried people less than two hours after you are dead. The Muslims don't descend. Where do we get this rubbish attitude of putting somebody in the grave for one year? Going around and start building a house. If you don't have a house when you are alive, you die. They bury, bury you outside. That makes it a lot easier for you and for your family. People will spend more money to bury somebody than they spent on him in his lifetime. 
They said life was spent. What is life was spent when you don't know Christ? Even if you know Christ, that's why they should bury you with gladness. I told my people, if I die, don't put me in the mortuary. Bury me the next day, because my soul has gone to be with Christ. My spirit is with Christ. Remember that we have spirit, soul, and the body. The body is the one that goes to the grave. It matters nothing. The day Christ will come, we will receive a new body. Body that called immortality. You read 1 Corinthians chapter 15. You find what I'm telling you from verse 35 down to the end. You find about celestial body. Celestial body. We will put immortality. Romans chapter 2 verse 7. Those who continue in doing good seek for glory and honor. In doing good seek for glory and honor and immortality to them eternal life. Paul said in First uh, Timothy, God who alone has immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light, which no man can approach nor can see. Now we don't have immortality now, but when the day comes, we have immortality. Those who have been justified by faith, those who are seeking him by faith, who are living by faith, they will continue in faith. You have immortality, so you don't have to worry about where you are buried. Now if we are so much conscious about burial, what about the people who died in aircraft? How about those who died in the sea? Who buried them? Who put them in mortuary for six months? I don't like that system. And not only now that they put people in the mortuary, they also begin to share gifts, souvenir, when somebody dies. But the woman that husband dies is not worried about only burying the husband. He's worried about the drink that people will drink. He's worried about food he will cook. He's worried about the souvenirs that he will share. He's worried about the brochures. He's worried about the canopies he will put on. He worries about every lot of whole thing they have tonight to go and bury him, borrow money to bury. What a shame. I could see the day that he had to do it Gentlemen, they carried him in cargo plane to, to Casina. That evening, they carried the bed awake, tie him in a white cloth and the mat, put him inside the grave. That's it. All of them go home. The Jews do the same thing. Now, where do we get this tradition that we are using? Well, from religion. That tradition is from religion. Religion kills. Uh, Karl Marx said, opium is the religion of the masses. Give it to them, they sleep. The religion that came during our fathers was a lie. They, they told us a lie. That when you die and they do mass for you, your soul will go to purgatory. It's a lie. Uh, Hebrews 9.27 is appointed unto men once to die after that the judgment of Christ. If you do not know Christ while you are alive in this world, when you die, you go to lake of fire. Don't mess up. What do you think? Who do you think you are? If you die without the knowledge of Christ, if you die without being born again, if you die without receiving the forgiveness of sin, if you die without making peace with Christ, if you die without being reconciled to God, the Bible says we have made peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. If you die without all these things, you are going to lake of fire. It does not matter the amount of how many bishops appear the day they are doing your obituary. It means nothing. They can carry all the motorcades in the whole world and stretch it to your family, and all the big men in this world will come the day you die. Hey! It doesn't mean anything. You know why? If you die without Christ, angel of death will carry you down to the bottom of the earth, to the heart of the earth. There you have hell. That was where the rich man was when he died. You remember Jesus told us the story? The only story that is, Jesus told is what is true. All these people who say they die and go to hell, they're all liars. They didn't die nothing. We have one sure statement of purpose. We have sure word of prophecy. Jesus told us about the rich man that died and went to hell. And Lazarus died because he had faith in Christ. 
was buried. That's what the Bible said. The rich man was buried. Uh, Lazarus was not buried because in those days in Israel, when a poor man died, they don't bury him. They throw him into a big valley. So the rich man was buried. Lazarus was not buried. But in the in the process of time, the rich man lifted up his eyes in the in the hair where he was. There was a big gulf between two of them, and he saw Abraham. He knew Abraham. He recognized him. He said, "Father Abraham," called him Father. High respect. Uh, could you please tell Lazarus? I saw. I could see Lazarus where he is, where he is by your side. Could you tell him please to come and dip his hand in the water, and put it in my tongue? I'm tormented. Do you hear that? Religious people. Do you hear what I said? I am tormented in this place. Abraham said, hey, son, not possible. There is a gulf between us and you. Those on your side cannot come here. Those on our side cannot come the other side. The man said, I have one more request. I have five brethren in the world. Could you please send somebody from grave to go and warn them that they do not come to this place? Abraham said, we have the, law, we have the prophets and the, the law. If they could not hear them, let them not hear. But gentlemen, Jesus came into hell, resurrected after three days, and warned us not to come to this place. And some people still refuse. Religion bound them. They were intoxicated with religion. Instead of believing the Bible, they believe religion. They are prepared to go there. They are hoping on when they die, there will be a great service where the bishop will come and lie to you. While the bishop will come and spread holy water on the on the casket. That means nothing. That casket, you are not there. You are gone. You are either in hell or you are in paradise. So, gentlemen, that's um, the way we see it. Let me continue in what I'm reading. First John chapter 3. Behold, what manner of love the Father has restored upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not. Because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know. That is about knowledge. We know. That's why we are strong. The righteous shall be as bold as lion. Those who know are strong. Those that know their God shall be strong and they will do exploit. When he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he, he is. Every man that have this hope in him purified himself even as he is pure. Now I'm back to First Peter chapter 5. Remember that's where I was reading and where I was coming from. I don't have any intention to blackmail anybody or to insult anybody. But I have the mandate to tell you the truth. To speak the truth to you so that you will benefit if you have confidence in it. Some of you will say, who is this man? What is he talking about? Hey, I'm talking the truth. The only man you know in the radio that is talking the truth. A lot of people are speaking fables and the philosophies of men, telling you the scriptures. I speak the truth. Somebody made me the other day say, why did you tell us that God is not a politician? Yeah, I said it and I still remember that God is not a politician. I will never be. It's not involved in politics. God has established his kingdom. And the kingdom of God is running on a parallel line with the kingdom of this world. The kingdom of this world is waiting for destruction. The kingdom of God is coming fresh and new every day. Till all eternity. Let me show you something in Isaiah uh, chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9 verse uh, 6. 
Isaiah 9 6. I want you to pay attention to that. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. The great government you see here is the church, and his name shall be called Wonderful. This is the child that was born and the son that was given. It's a, a dual process. A child born. That child that was born is that child in the manger. That is the king. Remember when the wise men came from the east, said we are looking for where the king was born. What a wonderful statement. They went to Herod. Say, Herod, there was a baby that was born in your city. It's a child, but it's the king. A king is born today in, uh, in Bethlehem, in Israel. That's what we have come. In Nazareth, we have come to worship him. Uh, Herod was terrified. said, oh yeah, when you go worship him, come back and tell me. So I will go and uh, worship him also. Herod was not created for worship. So he's not going to worship. The angels told them when they left, don't come back the same way. But this man is not part of those that will worship. God knows those that will worship him. People think that uh, anybody can worship God. It's not true. Anybody cannot worship God, neither will anybody serve him. Remember when Nebuchadnezzar made his image, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego decided not to worship, not to serve. Now, I want you to know that worship and serve is not the same. They said, neither shall we worship nor serve your image. You can open Daniel chapter 3 and look at it. Daniel chapter 3, look at the statement. We will not bow nor worship nor serve your graven image which you have made. Thank you for being with us today on this program. Sorry, this is all we can take. We'll continue with this same program next week. God bless you. I hope you had a great time listening to that radio broadcast with Brother Emeka Eze. Under the All Spaces of Liberty Faith Ministries, Enugu, Nigeria, number 6A Katanak Street, GRA, Enugu, for further inquiries, call 0806-665-7387. Again, 0806-665-7387. Stay informed.